Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One alive, one dead, one fictional. It's up to you who you choose, you pick them all. It's up to you who you choose, you pick them all. Who you having? Make it who you wish. This is your dinner party. And it's your guest list. Hello, welcome to episode two of Guest List with Jake Lambert, the podcast where I interview comedians to find out who would be their perfect dinner party guests. But they can only pick three. One has to be alive, one has to be dead, and one has to be fictional. Um, Thank you for downloading, and thanks uh, for all your messages and your retweets and your emails and reviews and star ratings and subscribing thank you for everything um it's been lovely i've had a great week uh for the first week of the podcast uh a few things to get through admin wise we've had some emails which i am going to go through now as we go right okay so a couple of emails um some of them, some of the people, if you want to write in, by the way, it is guestlistwithjake at gmail.com. So last week, the idea was people could send in their ideas for a reason to write in, which you've done. Uh, first one here says, uh, hi, Jake, I'll go first. How did you know that was going to be first? You, It was the first email. And I don't know how you knew that. Um, Hi, Jake. I'll go first. I had dinner with Toby Maguire in Toronto. I was speaking to a guy in a diner and thought he seemed familiar. After he left, I realised it was Toby Maguire. He left a $5 tip. (laughs) To to the point. Um, (laughs) Thanks. Um, I mean, I've got questions, but I haven't haven't read it back. Sorry. Um, I I should have done that before I recorded this. Um, I mean... Okay, thanks. I guess that is what we asked for. <laughs> so you just yeah, to the point. I'm glad my guests are a little bit more chassis than that. But that was it. No, no idea of what they spoke about. Uh, it was a diner, so I assume five dollars is good. And there we go. Um, lovely. Here we go. We've got another one here. Right. Hey Jake, love the podcast. Thank you. Um, I thought of a writing. We write to you with one which can. Oh, sorry. Hold on. We write to you with one which can either be alive, dead, or fictional, and you pick the best each week. That, that's the podcast. Have you listened? That's the podcast, isn't it? We write to you with we write to you with one which can either be alive, dead, or fictional, and you pick the best each week. Oh, oh, sorry, they continued. Okay, sorry, that's my fault. But instead of best, it's the worst. I.e. Donald Trump would be a terrible dinner party guest because he'd spend all his time tweeting. Um, I mean, he's literally been banned from Twitter, so he wouldn't. But 
this is this email's aged terribly. I think he was even banned before the last episode went out. But also, probably not the worst thing he would do at the dinner party. If, in fact, if I was somewhere with Donald Trump and he spent all his time on his phone, I think that would be ideal. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Right. So, so people write in each week with their worst ones, and I pick the worst one. Right. Okay. That could work. Yeah. That's nice. So you you you. People pitch who they think would be the worst dinner party. So it can be alive, dead, or fictional. Okay, yeah. Pest pest list, we'll call it. Um, if you want to write in with the worst, and they'll sort of be... Imagine when we're booking this dinner party, they're going to be down in the cellar. So, right, okay. Let's do pest list. So you can either email me, uh, guestlistwithjake at gmail.com, with who you think would be the worst, and um, or tweet me. Uh, hashtag pest list. We can do that if you like. Lovely. And the guest on this week's podcast is Paul McCaffrey, who is um, one of my favourite comedians. He's somebody who I was a fan of before I started, and now uh, he's a friend of mine. He's done Live at the Apollo. He has he was on the British version of Impractical Jokers. He did Russell Howard's Good News. And he's uh, opened for some of the country's biggest acts. He opens for Kevin Bridges. He opens for Sean Locke, and um, he's just a very funny man. One of he's one of the few comedians who, and I mean this in a nice way, the audience are laughing sort of before he started. Sort of the Mickey Flanagan esque style of comedy where they, they've just got funny bones, and um, he's brilliant. And you'll love him. And this was a great episode. And one of his guests, actually, interestingly, I'd never even heard of. So um, it's a good listen. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Remember. Um, to get in touch, subscribe, and enjoy. Here is Paul McCaffrey. I'm going to hit record because I think it's okay. best to mention it rather than just happening. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I do like it. Just So do you edit these or...? Nah, let's go straight out live. Nah, yeah, I edit, I edit. <laughs> We're on, you're, you're on Facebook live now. Anyone you want to say hello to? Yeah, no, I'll edit it down. I'm... I'm I don't know, we'll record for however long it takes, but I'm aiming yeah. for like 45 minute episodes. Okay. I've cool. only had one out with Sean, but I assume that one was about 50 minutes. But yes. obviously the aim is to have them all around at the same time because yes. you don't want something one to come out that's 20 minutes long and realize you just had a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The pressure is on now. If I start to dry up at about 18 minutes, I'm going to have to just start thinking of. I stopped reading from a book. <laughs> that is, I was going to say it to you the other day when we were doing the um, the build up for Always Be Comedy. Yes, we were. Um, yeah. Uh, what was that last Thursday? It was. Uh, I, I, I only know because I invoiced for it this morning. It was Wednesday, the sixth of January. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Rain Man. <laughs> that was Jake. I can't believe you've forgotten. That was uh, eight fifteen on uh, Tuesday, September the twenty third, two thousand and twelve. Although I am it's a crass thing to say, known for the old uh, date memory thing. Uh, I've got. I, I, I have to say, I am quite <laughs> food. So yeah. whatever gig I'm driving to, I'll remember. Like, oh, that's nice. Oh. Cheese and crackers at this gig. Yeah, and also lineups. So like, yes. go, oh, when we, do you remember when we did that gig in summertime? I go, oh, yeah, it was me, you, Henry Packer and... Oh, yes. I might have, I might have finally realised you were my kindred spirit. I was going back on tour with uh, Kerry Godleman and right. um, Flo even s- sent me the spreadsheet 
with all the gigs we'd done and said, uh, Kerry wants to remember which ones of these she liked. And if you can help, what food we, and I put every meal we had and what we yeah, got and where I, we got I, the food. I could, I could definitely do that. It was Even great. Even weird details like sort of certain art centres, you get like an odd brand of tea bag or like weird yeah. water. Yeah. Just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Really weird. I like the uh, Tunbridge Wells gig. You get the, uh, you get the rum and raisin ice cream. Lovely. Well, they've started doing a chicken. I don't know if you've done it since it's gone outdoors. You get like a chicken curry, although they do sort of try and get you to pay for it. But I just pulled it up. <laughs> Sorry, I've got any, I haven't got any cash on me. Uh, Manoeuvre. <laughs> um, I got lucky, actually. I got lucky with a few of the outdoor gigs in the summer. That every time I went to one, the weather was so bad, they moved us inside. Oh, really? Yeah. Was so I actually illegal? think, because I thought, why aren't we just doing this anyway, then, if we can? I did one gig in... Uh, Crawley apparently they've got an amphitheatre outside or something oh but yes they I got there it was me Susie and Joel and they just moved us inside so we just had everyone socially distanced in the theatre bit um if I was just going I can't believe I didn't think of this sooner we just like <laughs> everyone back inside yeah yeah and then I did uh I did that um Tom Ridge Wells one and the weather was yeah. bad so they just moved us inside it was re- oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did do it inside. I did it twice. I did it once when it was outside. And then we sort of combined it and made a holiday of it because uh, my <laughs> wife had the Friday at work. So was, she's like, what are we going to do? I was like, I've just put a gig in. So we found a campsite. It was hard work finding a campsite because obviously everyone was just camping this summer. Yeah, yeah. We found one. And I was just like, this is one of the best places I've ever been. And, it, and then it was basically just a field and a wooden shower block. And I'm like, is this the best place I've ever been or is this just... Not a tough my year. house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is just not the four walls of your house. God, what a place. Look at this. It's like old airstrip with some sort of like, yeah. I've actually Stop selling ever... eggs for £5 a dozen. <laughs> Stale bread. A copy of The Sun from fucking June 2017. <laughs> There's a, there's a campsite down near Brighton, which I've stayed at a few times when I've been gigging. They've got like a helicopter and a plane that you can you can camp or you can sleep in these things. Oh, uh, well, I've stayed somewhere like that when I did Best of All, actually. There's a, like a, a crescent, um, and it's got, it was amazing. It's got your own sort of private beach, and a lot of the plots there are old train carriages. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we, I mean, the, the annoying thing was you sort of got there, and it was like, oh, every day you sort of get up to go to the festival go quite like it here actually yeah <laughs> drinking wine to be cooking some food and stuff but yeah no it's um well that, that sounds cool but you would go down there to do gigs and then you would also sort of combine a little kind of trip out of it yeah, yeah. And i just i just camp down there do comedia yeah. do they not give you a hotel <laughs> <laughs> can i have the cash for this i'm <laughs> trying to cover my breakfast I bet, in the, the thing is i bet there are people that do that Oh yeah! Can I get the, uh, the cash equivalent? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually sleep on the beach. But, I mean, I, 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 would bet good money that at some point someone has done that. Either done that or tried to sell uh, the fact that the hotel room is booked on eBay. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the guest pass to a festival. You know, yeah. When you do a festival gig, so I know quite a few people have done that and sold the sort of sold the, the guest pass they've got. If you want to have a ticket out for the morning, like, <laughs> especially if you've already you done your go. gigs. Hold on a minute, mate. I just said I saw you in the comedy tent yesterday. You were shit. <laughs> oh man, I've had some rough, rough old gigs at festivals. Did I do that? I oh, was it. Were you at that one in Chelmsford where the PA was picking up the local cab? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Literally like something off Phoenix. <laughs> Just did another joke that got absolutely nothing then heard. Anyone free for a pickup at Tesco's? <laughs> yeah, the comedian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's what I was going to say to you, because we had that gig. And I wanted to mention that. Because yeah. actually, what's quite nice about these gigs is when you yeah. log on an hour early just to do the, the mic check and everything, yeah. not being backstage. But it's nice, isn't it, to, to get a bit of that again. Conversely, when they end, you are very much just back in your house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go like, sort of, especially if they sort of quite unceremoniously just end the gig. You know, like, you sort of go, like, oh, yeah, okay, thanks very much. Like, this meeting was ended by host. You're like, okay. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lovely record collection you've got there as well. It's all right, isn't it? It goes quite along, up and along as well, yeah. It's, uh, I've been collecting records since I was about 12. That I was, was just going into it. And it yeah. was, uh, so I've got a Roberts one from John Lewis. Oh, right, nice. Um, and then I've got Fleetwood. I've only got a few, but because of lockdown. That was what you put I, on I, Instagram, Fleet, Fleetwood. Yeah, 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 I haven't been able yeah. to go to the, and look, for, I've always wanted oh, to be able I to do that. I'll tell you what, this, see, this is the thing. When I'm away... That's my that's my thing. If, oh. I don't, if, I'm not play, if I don't play around the golf, sometimes I'll do that if there's someone else on the build that plays golf. But like, I know Cardiff. There's an amazing one. It's a bit of a drive out, so like I'll right. go out with another comic, go and get a bit of lunch, and go to this oh, place called the Vinyl. It is incredible. It's this old dude in there, piles of records. There's a few of them. There's one in Nottingham that's really good. It's Rob's Records in uh, Nottingham, the Vinyl in Cardiff, where it's just there's no. Some of them are kind of ordered, but most of it is just like you move a pile, there's another pile. And uh, I remember being in there once and a guy came in saying, all right, mate, you got any UB40? And he goes, no. And then I came across the largest collection of UB40 I've ever seen. <laughs> no, a guy's got no idea. I was in there looking for, uh, sometimes I'll have something in my mind that I'm looking for a copy of. So I wanted to get Ocean Rain by Echo and the Bunnymen. Same thing. I yeah. Said, you got that? I said, oh, we haven't had a copy of that for about five years. And then just found a, a, a pristine copy of it. <laughs> It's really good on a Saturday afternoon. It's sort of like, you know, get up, kill a couple of hours around lunch and sort of go and just dig through. Stockton. That's probably the best one. Yeah. Uh, sound it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a documentary on them on Channel 4. And that oh, is, wow. I kind of, so Pete Vincent will occasionally uh, sort of message me saying, oh, are you ready for a, another trip to sound it out? That's kind of like, well, should we put a weekend in? So, yeah. That's, oh, that's lovely. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been doing it online. Not quite the same, is it? What, Discogs? Uh, oh, I've been on Juno. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Do you know Discogs that one? is good. Yeah, I do. Discogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Discogs right. is a kind of it's almost like an eBay. So it's people. Set, so, but the oh, thing is, is it? and that's something I've meant to do in lockdown because I tell you what, I keep doing now. I've, I keep buying duplicate copies of things that I'd forgotten <laughs> I owned. I've done that about five or six times. I'm like, oh wait, I've been looking for this. I've, I've, after slagging off the bloke in D vinyl, I do exactly the same thing. <laughs> but you could, so you, what you could do on Discogs is you can catalogue your own collection. So basically what it says on ah. there, is, it's got how many people have got a copy of whatever the record is, how many people are looking for it. It also right. tells you uh, what is the most the record has sold for, what is the least it's sold for, what is the median. It tells oh, you all brilliant. of this. It's fucking incredible. And it tells you all the different versions of it that are in existence. You know, if it's been reissued. Right. And, um, I've got, uh, what have I got? I've got Fleetwood Mac. I've got, uh, do you know Jackson C. Frank? He's uh, oh, I don't think I do. Really interesting guy to seek out. His, his, his Wikipedia page is quite, it's quite bleak, to be honest. He had quite a sad life. But he, he bought, only did one album. Often the way. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, it's find a lot of those. Yeah. yeah, Paul Simon produced it, but his song. Oh, I only wow. found him because he's what they used one of his songs in um in the Joker soundtrack. All oh, right. And I've got Vampire Weekends Brilliant. and Shay Baker, it's like an old sort of jazz. Shay Baker. Is it? C- oh, is it? <laughs> I think so. I'm not a huge good. jazz aficionado, but I think it was a... Uh, I've never known how to say it. Yeah, I'm probably thinking of Shea Guevara. I haven't got any of his albums. <laughs> I've heard he's great, though. <laughs> oh, God. That, 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 I mean, there's me laughing. I just put, put it into the contacts on my phone. I think I'm trying to Google whether he's Jet Maker. Hello, I don't think, hello, I, mate. I don't think I've got his wondering. number. I might not have to spell his name, but... <laughs> yeah, it's Chet Baker. Is it that the, the uh, that's the guy trumpeter? Ah, oh, f- oh. shows what I know. Died in 1988. God, Bl- oh, blimey! They were all sort of. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I can't speak for Chet, and I don't want to speak in the dead, but kind <laughs> of notoriously, a lot of heroin in the jazz. Sort of yeah, thing. he got beaten up one night, but they knocked out the teeth that you need to to play. So he, he, yeah, so he couldn't. You know, I think it's called. I lipping. think I've heard this actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to get his jewelry lined just so he could play again. Oh wow! But he died in. Yeah. A, he, he fell out of. They can't tell if either he was high and he fell out of his hotel room, or he was lost his key trying to climb to get in. But either way, he fell and just died. So I think. Oh, was that in, right? I think in Amsterdam, there's a shrine for him outside the hotel. Yeah. I'll tell you what's a good documentary uh, to watch. Uh, the Ginger Baker documentary. Who's the? He's a sort of oh. drummer. He was in Cream. Uh, he was in Hawkeye for a little bit, but that's it's called Beware of Mr. Baker, and he Ooh. died. I think, was it last year that he died? He died fairly recently, and they kind of it was back up. I think it was on iPlayer, but that is an incredible documentary. Oh, brilliant! Making a note, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> right, we should we should move swiftly on with some uh, the reason we're here. Yep. <laughs> but um, it's been a bit more highbrow than I was expecting. No offence. What? What? You can't half an hour in fucking drop that bomb on me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I have to be honest. I did not expect to uh, be discussing jazz music musicians from the... I can't even say it. Musicians. <laughs> well, yeah, I couldn't even say his name. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, Shay Boker. But I... Um... <laughs> <laughs> All the big ones. Yeah, Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I um, did you find it difficult choosing your uh, choosing this? Choosing what? Ambiguous <laughs> <laughs> you know, question. You, you, <laughs> you didn't point it at the screen. Did you find it difficult choosing this? <laughs> It was, just the, this outfit. Just the hand I, it was just the hand I was dealt, mate, to be honest with you. I had, had very little say in the matter. <laughs> Hairdress has been shut for a while. Yeah, no, exactly, I am. Yeah. <laughs> It's just my face, mate. It wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an option. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to sort of word the, uh, the podcast, but did you, have, did you have trouble choosing your selection for your perfect guest list? Well, no, not, not really, actually. Oh. I mean, they are... It's that sort of thing where any, when you get any, asked any question like this, you sort of like, your immediate response is to go for something a bit kind of different and out there. And actually, you sort of go like, no, no, no just not, I think it's more interesting to sort of go, who would I actually... Yeah, right. You know, it's like when people are asked what their first record they bought were, what was... Mm. 
yeah. you know, what the first record they bought was. <laughs> yes, so if you get that sentence correct, make me sound like... So what, what like, people were asked what their first record were bought were. <laughs> but yes, so uh, so yes, I, 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 I found it fairly easy once I went, right, who would you actually? And also not... got my mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Probably Jamie Lee Curtis from Trading Places. <laughs> fictional Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> Just a fleeting thought, but yeah. no. In answer to your question, I found it pretty easy. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, right, so what we do is, what we do, what I do on the yeah. podcast is um, I've done a little thing where I've made a, uh, a prediction for each one yeah. and, this, uh, and this gold envelope. Oh, that's good. I bet I know who you've got for my live one and I bet it's not right. Terrible Did we give L? Yes. Yeah. Right, well, okay. Because I, I spoke to Sean earlier and he guessed that that would be... Oh, okay, I, I, right. I, I, okay. I could see why someone would think first that. I think he'd be a great dinner guest. Yeah. I'd like to go for a pint with him. Yeah. If, if Liam Gallagher is who you've guessed. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lionel Richie. No, I am... Um... <laughs> wow, that is it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll start with your first guess, then, which we already know. Usually we say that for the end, but we already know that I've got that one wrong. Um, yeah. So, we'll start with your first one, then. Who have you gone for? Yeah. So, live... Alive, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, I, I'm going to go for Johnny Vaughan. Really? Yeah. Well, just because I I, li- I, I listen to it when we're, when we're sort of gigging normally. That his his radio show is on Radio X from four till seven, which I listen yeah. to you know religiously, and I just he's just so funny. He is, isn't it? And you've you've yeah. um, you've done a lot of work with Sean Locke. Sean Locke says, yes, doesn't and he? they're they're best mates. And he obviously always said that he thinks he's the funniest person he knows. And I, I totally yeah. agree. If you listen to that radio show, you'd probably edit it together, and that would be on any given day where he's just coming in and doing a radio show would be better than most Edinburgh shows. He's like, yeah, 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 it's so funny like, for one. And the amount of times, well, <laughs> yeah, there is that. But like, you know, I'll be driving along, pissing myself, laughing. It's intelligent and it's just, um, yeah, I think I find just, him... And they just seem, seem so easy, his little observations. He did Incredible. one about, I remember being in the car once listening to him and he was talking about those uh, bags for life, how you know, you're encouraged to have one of those bags for life. And he goes, but they're just thicker plastic, which means it's going to take even longer what <laughs> <For laughs> to compose when you do actually decompose I exactly just the, where he goes with like things yeah you know and also it's just it's like he's obviously highly intelligent like he's operating <laughs> at a very high level yeah 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 but also really silly I mean I don't know like he does a feature on Friday afternoons where every Friday they pretend that the, the, the airwaves get sort of like hijacked by this um, radio sh- show that's being broadcast out of a Lincolnshire airbags and this is two sort of mulleted <laughs> rock sort of DJs and it's just it's been going on for ages and it's so stupid but it's just the fact that they commit to it and how much they make each other laugh with it they sort of talk about the event I just find him absolutely hilarious and actually Sean told me that he really tried to encourage him to do stand-up once and he got him to go out to I believe like Holland or Norway or something like that. They went out there and he had four dates. So he said, why don't you come out and support me? And he said by the end of it, he was actually sort of getting good at it. But I just don't know why he's been doing it. But yeah. Have you met him? Uh, No, I've been in Radio X when he's sort of come in and been a bit like kind of, oh, but no, I've never met him. He's one of those people. I don't know. I think 
I might be, but I think he's probably quite intimidating without unintentionally. I'm sure. He's, yeah. You know, I think he's just so intelligent and so kind of I, such a force. I love that choice. That said, I don't know if I actually want him at my dinner party anymore. But, like, <laughs> but you know, like the idea of, I just think, you know, it'd be so entertaining. That's a great shout. And he is, you're right. That's such a good choice because as much as you said, obviously you're a huge fan of Liam Gallagher. As a guest, you want him on a good day. Otherwise, that's going to be an absolute nightmare, isn't it? I think that's a pint, isn't it? Yeah. It's one of those people where I've kind of been quite lucky over the years where you've heard, and you have with the job we do and stuff like that. I've kind of met a few people that I've kind of admired and stuff like that. And sometimes you yeah. like, I prefer just being a fan. Yeah. Like, you, well, I'm, going to become, I'm not going to become mates with him. It's just sort of like it could only... I don't know. And it's, it's, it's interesting, I don't know if you found this, how quickly in your mind they go from superstar to just someone. Yeah. I, instantly, as soon as I've met somebody, it's just that you see them on a level and then you just, I never see them. So even now, if I'm like watching TV and someone that I've met is on there, I don't think, blimey, I, I know them and they know me. Like, no. I just... You just, they're just I know person. You, you quite quickly get over that sort of doing this, don't you? And it is, yeah. And I think that sort of, you know, I can remember Noel Gallagher saying a while ago that sort of that that's what's happened now with music, the way it is, with kind of how accessible people are with social media and stuff like that. When David Bowie was around, people think he thought he came from space. There was no sort of DVD extras or like you know Insta lives or yeah podcasts. It was just like it was the music and the image. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. For him to sort of reinvent himself and kind of, you know, put, play these sort of characters, Ziggy Stardust and stuff like that, because you didn't know that much about him. Obviously, you'd heard the kind of legends of him sort of living on peppers and milk and cocaine or whatever. But when when you've seen someone like it, certainly for for us a comic, and you've sort of seen them in an arena or, or, and then you sort of like, you know, spend a car journey with them. When they go, oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't have fucking almonds or whatever. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. It's it goes so quickly. We want him sort of turning up with a. Oh, I've got a bottle of wine. I brought a, I brought a dessert. You're like, what? <laughs> As you I want. You, I want you to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want you to be asked to put that fact out because you can't smoke indoors anymore. You know? <laughs> but not in my house. Have you met him? I have actually, yeah. I was in yeah. a video, I was in an Oasis video. Um, Were you? Yeah, yeah. I was in the video for Lila years ago before I started doing comedy. No. A girl, I, uh, yeah, a girl I know was working on it. So uh, me and my mate got to go. You can see us, but it was like a masked ball. I don't know if you remember the video. It's them playing. It was, it was, um, right. it was their first single back after a kind of little break. Is it on Heathen Chemistry? That or no? I don't believe the truth. Can't remember. Anyway, but uh, so um, and it was filmed at. Um, it's a church in Hackney. It's been used for a couple of sort of things like that. But anyway, yeah, so we went and, and I took, I don't know where it is. I've got my What's the Story Morning Glory signed by him and... Uh, oh, really? And, oh, yeah. Amazing. Because I've kind of heard a lot of people I know who have met them both or have worked with them both and stuff like that saying Liam's unbelievably friendly and Noel is complete, completely opposite. And just in that small snapshot, you go like, oh, yeah, that is exactly... Oh, really? Yeah, because my mate got Noel... To, I got Liam to sign the things and my mate got Noel to sign the things. We both took our like, albums with us and... and uh, yeah. When Noel was signing it, he goes, well, I hold that. He had a can of Red Stripe that he was drinking. And my mate put it under his arm. And he sort of took the thing. And obviously, he was a bit nervous. So he walked off and he went, oi, like, give me my beer back. He's like, hey, surely you're not going to begrudge someone half a can of fucking Red Stripe. 
um, yeah, it was. I was. It was kind oh, of. I right. was definitely starstruck when I met him. It was like yeah, because we just walked in and it was that sort of thing. Because it literally the day before the girl was like, "Oh, do you want to come and be in this video? We're looking for people, and I know you're a big fan." I was like, "Yeah, definitely." So we sort of turned up and I walked in. I was like, oh, "I wonder if we'll see him." And the second we walked in, he was there. I was like, "Yeah," I was just like, "You're right, mate. You're looking forward to this." Is that fucking buzzing, mate? Yeah. Just like, oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've got a brilliant. I'll send it to you. I've got. A oh really? I've got a, yeah. Yeah. Me and him. I am pulling the worst face. What's <laughs> going? I'm going <laughs> like a kid at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> that um, was amazing. I was going to say the only. I think the only people I'd be starstruck by now, after having met people like we can in this job, would be footballers. Yes. Because to me, that will never change. I mean, I remember, I remember just seeing once Beckham just filming something across the street and it just blew my mind. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I, w- I knew I wouldn't be able to talk if I when I met him. Because I was, I was there when he scored that free kick against Greece. Wow. So to me, that's, it's, it's just a god. I mean, yeah. I, it, it, I to, it's an unbelievably name droppy section. But I have met, I've met him a couple of times. And I'll tell you what really Ooh. struck me about him. I know, exactly. <laughs> oh, is this... <laughs> Is this because of like, Wayne? Yeah, so I made yeah. So I went out to the the Euros in Portugal to, to, uh, in two thousand and four. We were going back to the hotel um, after afterwards. So they had a reception for the sort of friends and family every after every game. And I can remember the first time I saw sort of Beckham just being struck by what a geezer he was. Because I think at the time it was you know I can't remember if spitting image was still on them, but certainly the kind of uh, the public perception of him was like out oh, you know the sort of squeaky voice yeah he was, kind of, he was sent up as being a bit like and then you see him and he starts swaggering around you go like i mean he's an incredibly good looking fantastic footballer that grew up in east london of course he's gonna be a bit yeah like, you know, right yeah what are you expecting this bloke to turn up and go hello it's just like <laughs> david beckham <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're going to move on to your, your second choice now. I've made my prediction. We'll save that for the end but uh, enlighten us. Who have you chosen for your option for your dead guests at your dinner party? Right. So, again, I don't think you'll have got this. So, for my dead guests, I've, I've gone for Andrew Weatherall, who um, sadly died earlier this year, and is another person. Oh. So, I don't know if you're aware of him. He was a DJ producer. He produced Screamadelica by Primal Scream. Um, someone that I've been a fan of for a long, 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 long time. And also someone who there was a period where, like, I would go to a lot of nights that he would run in London. So, um, I don't know whether this is in my head, but you sort of go like, I'd feel like there would be a look where he would kind of recognise me from being at the things so much. Oh, like amazing. A super fan, but like, but I never actually spoke to him. 
and oh, kind of, okay. I, I don't know now sort of like because there was a huge outpouring on social media when he when he passed away in February so like a hugely influential guy um like really funny very cool like it just, just like a very stylish guy just sort of like yeah it's, it's worked with everyone um and um I just sort of feel like that now I kind of have read so much about people saying sort of what an open and warm guy he was and how kind of daunting it was when they first met him and actually mm. how nice he was. I'm like, oh, I wish I'd, I wish I'd spoken oh, to him. Oh, you'd approached him. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, there was definitely moments. He, he was playing at festival one year and I don't, did you, you, you ever do festival? No, I've never done it. Right. So basically when, when, when you would go there, like there'd be like an artist liaison and they take you down in like a golf buggy and that sort of like, you'd quite often be waiting around with bands and they'd all ferry you over to the camp. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, when you do a sort of festival and one, just one time he was sort of there and we were there and I was, I was like, I should have just gone over. Yeah. You know, right. Because like, at that point I could have said, oh, I'm, I'm a comic and I'm a huge fan. I'm coming to see you later or whatever. I would have yeah. just liked to have had that. That, that bit of interaction. And, um, you know, just so sort of like it's an encyclopedic knowledge of music. He used to do a, a radio show on uh, NTS radio every month, which I would listen to. And I just learned so much about music from him over the years. Um, I just think it would be, I think I'd be chatting to him till about six in, in the morning. Obviously, this is, this is my, I sort of set the, 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 the rules here. So like, you, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, just yeah. get up after 10 minutes ago, this dinner party's not for me. You know, like if, if these are my dream dinner guests and I get it to go the way that I want it to go, there's just so yeah. much I'd like to sort of speak to him about and, and ask him. And is, is there much on, on him sort of, I'll be honest, I, I, I recognise the name, but I obviously I, I won't know him anywhere. Yeah, no, it's one of those sort of, like like, you know, if you know who he is, like he has a, yeah. a a very sort of obsessive. He's not quite a cult figure, but yeah, he sort of called himself the classic, the classic underachiever because people used to yeah, say, yeah, okay. But he was just not really career minded, and you know, he he was constantly sort of ch ch changing what he did, and so right. you know, so like sometimes he'd play a rockabilly set, sometimes he'd play a dub reggae set. You know, he kind of um, he was fucking cool. Oh, wow. How old was he then? He was 56. Oh, bloody hell. So not, you know, not old. And a no. Suddenly, a, pul a pul pulmonary en aneurysm, is that what they call it? Yeah. Oh, I'm not the one to ask. And that was in February. That was, just, but that was just before. Yeah. I've never cried as much as, a, as, a, as an adult man. They had a tribute show on Six, Six Music uh, the following Sunday. Um, Tom Robinson did a tribute show. I was like, oh, man, I can't. I actually texted him. They read out my text. Love yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody that would, uh, that I don't know that would, could die, that could affect me like that. That's amazing. Although I'll tell you what did happen. I, uh, me and my, um, me and my dad only really text each other either about Tottenham or when like, a celebrity's died. We'll just text the name. But when I was in Australia, year before last, I woke up one morning, obviously with all the time difference there, I forgot that Tottenham were playing and he just texted me saying Harry Kane. And I, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the blood rushed from my body. I, I felt like, oh my God. And then realised what had happened. It scored. <laughs> it scored against Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's, I mean, you, you say that so actually on the morning that Weatherall died, Susie McCabe, the, the mm. great comic. Yeah. So I just had a, a, a DM on Instagram, or for, uh, on, on Twitter or wherever it was saying like, mate, Andy Weverell. And he would 
do a regular night in Glasgow, which I'd been to a few times. Oh, right. I would kind of like book weekends around where he's playing sometimes and stuff like that. So um, I just assumed that she had just been to his night in Glasgow. Oh. I was like, so I replied going, amazing, isn't he? Have you been to Alphos? And then it, I, I did that and then went onto Twitter because that was like I'd just seen that before. I sort of had a look on there that day or whatever. And then I just saw and I was like, oh, oh. shit, I've just seen what you mean. What I couldn't believe it. But I think it was also, I think the reason that it hit me so much is because it was such a big part of my youth. I don't know, it was kind of more... I was really sad that he died, but it was also sort of like, ah, oh, just the thought that you'll never see him again. And it was tied in with, so I just, you know, that September, which was not even six months prior to that, been over and had one of the best weekends of my life. Yeah, yeah. I'll never see him again. Um, if you go on my Instagram, on the, on, on the day that he died, that was mm. what I did that day. So I just went through my collection and got every uh, record that he's, he had done a production on or a remix on, and and kind of put them out, and it was like over a hundred records that I've got that have that he's had oh, a hand wow. on somehow. So it's just like yeah, right, yeah, it's yeah. quite nice. I've got I've got things to go and look up after this. Yeah, it's absolutely. Become, it's become oh, an education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's loads of good stuff to look at with him. Like yeah, yeah. brilliant, lovely. We'll uh, we'll move on. Third choice. Uh, what I've, what I've known from people is that this is the uh, this is the toughest one. Even when I, when I came up with uh, the idea of this podcast, no brainer for me. This. Oh really? Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Go I'm on. Surprised. Have you guessed this one? I've, I've, I've guessed it. Yeah. I um, I've got the other two terribly wrong, but we'll deal with that at the end. Um, yeah. Go on. Who have you gone with? I've gone with David Brent. Oh. Lo- uh, I'm, 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 I'm wrong and we'll go through it at the end and I'll explain why but that was my initial first thought for who you'd go oh, really? with really? Oh. yeah 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 it, ha- it would have to be uh, and, and do you know what uh, Paul and I we've recently just been on a podcast called Out of Office Podcast which is all about yeah. the office and they asked you a question on there which was about which of them would you like to sort of actually meet and you almost yeah. seemed surprised that it wouldn't be of course David Fred yeah yeah and, yeah, and yeah. there was and they, they were sort of going a bit like, you know, what it'd actually be like. But that's absolutely oh, incredible. It would just be, you know, if it was actual David Brent at a dinner party or house. It would be. It would be, it would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, so we've got a guitar with him. Just to like, there's just so many, for so many reasons, it would be incredible. It's, it's such an obvious choice when you think about it, about how amazing that would date? be. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm coming up so you better get this shabam <laughs> how did you discover it friend of mine Troy um, I was working in an office at the time like selling Amazing. recruitment training and yeah. he was working in an office at the hospital like an old schoolmate, and he was just like he, I, he saw the first episode and he said you've got to watch this thing it's amazing and so I caught the second episode. Right. And I was just like, and then as I said on that, on that thing, they, 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 then, they then showed it again straight away afterwards. It yes, they did. The yeah. Break. It was a break. So it kind of ended on BBC Two and then I think it moved straight to BBC One and they just went again. It was, oh man. Because it was me so, and yeah, my so dad. What? My dad just played football on a Monday and I remember my mum and I discovering it, just watching TV and it coming on. And I think for uh, two weeks at least, us not knowing whether it was real or not. We just couldn't figure it out because... Well, it was we just all thought... of that. You know, I had... 
I will say, I had at that point seen Christopher Guest's films, which is obviously like a huge influence. Yeah. But I just, no one had ever seen it. Like just everything, tonally, the colour of it, the yeah. music, you know, the, the the road sign, which I mean, obviously you're from that way, so you'll have seen that roadside countless oh, times, you know. Just, yeah, 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 that roundabout. And fun to go back, Johnny Vaughan talks about it, you know, and he sort of says like... It, it, he sort of says, I don't like Ricky Gervais, but I love The Office. And he sort of said, so because it is about, it's about Britain. I mean, it is it's, just... But what's so good is, the concept is amazing. Yeah. And it's fucking it's funny and it's jokes. really quotable. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it is also, there is, you know, I, I, I said this on that podcast, and again, probably makes it really wanky, but it, it, thematically, it is so sort of like truthful and honest. And like, there's so many elements to it, which are sort of actually you know there's pathos and there is kind of unrequited love and sort of it's yeah what's handled so well i spoke about this on that podcast my favorite episode is the quiz because the way just the behavior of everybody at a quiz is just it's just perfect (laughs) it's absolutely perfect it's the when you know the answer letting everyone know you know the answer without giving them the answer everything getting annoyed getting the questions not being right for you it's it's amazing and yeah, just like the Finchy, the sort of university of life, and just all you know. <laughs> it is what. How often do you sort of rewatch it? Do you think? Um, I would say I um, I had to st- stop when I first started stand up because I was trying so hard to suddenly not sound like yeah 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 David Brent and, and Ricky Gervais, as, uh, which in the end, um, it was actually it was Sean Locke to go back to him, who when I gigged with him, he said, "You know, who you sound like, don't you?" And I sort of hadn't thought, and he went, "Ricky Gervais." And I said, oh, yeah, I tried sort of not to. And then we just discussed it, actually, that night. And, he's, and we were talking about how I should actually lean into it. Because, you know, producers and that, they would see it in a way to go, oh, he's like a young Gervais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, it's an easy thing to box. Um, and we discussed that. And, but our problem is, I just, yeah, it's hard to do it on stage, isn't it? To, to, obviously, because you, you look like you're just imitating him. But it's just my voice is quite like that anyway. I just yeah. uh, had to try and move away. But now, I reckon, at least uh, at least once a year, I'll sit down and just go yeah. through them all. Yeah, easy. And then Christmas yeah. specials. Yes, oh, every Christmas, Christmas specials. I, I, again, let's just stop saying, I think I said it on the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I uh, watched that. This was first year, this year, and I don't know whether it's because of the context of like the pandemic or whatever, but it really made me a bit sad because... I was a young man at that time. So like yeah, that right. music and sort of like, it's aged really well. I think, it, mm. you know, a lot better yeah. than some stuff. Um, but it, it was like, oh man, that's long ago now. Have you I thought just, about if you got to do um, Celebrity uh, Mastermind, what would your specialist subject be? Um, so I've, I've always, I think I'd, I'd actually do um, James Dean. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, easily. He only did three films as well, which is a bit easier. But, always, uh, always good, yeah. <laughs> Let's I think I'd do Back to the Future. Well, we'll, we'll get on to that in a minute. If, we, okay. uh, if we, we, can, we can move on to what I predicted. I think Alive, uh, Liam Gallagher. Uh, just because I think anybody, as you said, Sean Walsh predicted that that's what you'd go for, right? I know. And I think this is a sort of, 
it's not a bone of contention for me because it's fine. And I, you know, I kind of dress or have dressed in a way that kind of people would think, but sorry, I'm not sound like such a wanker saying this, <laughs> but just kind of my musical sort of influence and kind of, you know, what I have been into over the years is so much, so much more than that. And just sort yeah. of like, it represents... I don't listen to Oasis that much even, really. You know, I'll always go and see them live. And I, I do love them. And there was a, definitely a, a period of time, sort of 95 to probably 99, where they were easily my favourite. But I get it. And I think people... All, I think if you asked 100 people, 95 of them would guess that as well. Yeah. But I guess it's a bit like when, when you sort of uh, support a football team and their, their top player won't necessarily be your favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That won't yes. be the obvious choice. You'll have someone you've got your own connection with that's going to be yeah. stronger. And that's fair. And as you said, you've met him. Again, I'd love to go for a pint with him, but I just don't know. Yeah, right. I'd like to see him with David Brent, to be honest. Did he, Well, Noel did free love, didn't he? he oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Noel actually lives quite near here, you know. Oh, does he? Yeah, he lives about five miles away. I'm surprised he's not friendlier because I remember when he used to do a Russell Brand's radio show. He always seemed a bit, he sort of was happy to sort of play the Carl Pilkington role, I right. felt. You know, yeah. the sort of, uh, well, I don't, I don't want to say, I was going to say stupid northerner, but that's not, that's not what I think they all are. <laughs> but that's the role he was, because it's similar to Carl. I'll tell you what, that was incredible, those, those shows they used to do. It was. I, mean, like, I remember that was like the really... first podcast I listened to. They were, they were, they were really, uh, uh, and I think it was so well defined and sort of like, you know, they would, they would rib each other, that, that mm. you know, kind of, I, I, I the, the dynamic between those two particularly, I have to say, and then I think Matt Morgan was just kind of a little bit of a sort of buffer between the two, wasn't he? But like, yeah, the way Russell used to sort of take the piss out of what Noel had achieved and what he represented, and and also the other yeah. way, like, yeah, it was phenomenal. Really good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I went for, I, I did think that your choices would be... Um, a bit more obvious mu- than they were. A bit more, no, a bit, uh, uh, well, sort of, of course, I think more I musical. Guess who you, I could guess who you've gone with here, but then... Oh, who do you reckon? I mean, it's it's a, gone better. I was going to say, it's gone a bit like Inception. <laughs> uh, I, I think you would have gone for John Lennon. No, no, I, I went for uh, David Bowie. Oh, okay. That would, just, that, 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 would be, that would have been someone who would have been in consideration, definitely. I'm yeah, sure, okay. Sure. He'll, he'll be delighted <laughs> to know. He'll be delighted to be on the subs bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He can rest easy now. The, the reason I went for, now we've got to do this fictional, I went for Marty McFly. Yes. Because do, do you remember you and I doing uh, the gig in Belfast? Um, yes. In 2015. Yeah. And, the, and that was on... October the 20th, 2015. Oh, so yes, next, that's right. Next yeah, day yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was uh, Back to the Future Day. Yeah, and you were hosting the screening. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they showed, and, it was, and, and I'd always, unfortunately, I couldn't do it. So I had to go, but I'd always said that one time, that's one, I'm not hugely one, you know, the, the horror all-nighters or whatever at the Prince Charles Theatre. Yeah. And show all of the, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever. That is one where I go like, one day I will do that and I will sit down and I will watch for whatever reason. Did I do it then? I didn't. I'm sure I had to leave before the end, but yeah, I'd love to right. sit down and watch those the whole way through. Yeah. They were both on one and two. I mean, the three's all right. It's not, but yeah. like one and two are absolute classics. And that was on quite a bit over Christmas. So 
I think I watched three's, it like three times. Three's good if you're a fan, you just want a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. What, what we've got to do, it's uh, part of the format. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm choosing, I'm building my ultimate dinner party. Okay. Uh, so what you have to do is choose, uh, well, I have to choose one with your help for who we're going to pick for the, uh, to come, uh, so only one can come to the, uh, the ultimate dinner party. You'll be there as well, just so you know. Okay, um, thank you very much. So who, who would you like to bring? <sighs> I mean, personally, I'd probably want to go with Andrew Wetherill, but... I think for the good of the, I, I think that might just be only for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so I think for the purpose of an actual dinner party, it might just be me sat there, like listening to this guy, like an Oracle going, Oh my God, this guy. But, uh, so it would be between, I think I might go for David Brent actually. Brilliant. Do you know, I'm hoping you'd say that because it would have been awful for you to go on oh, one Andrew Weatherall and me to go, I'm going to choose Brent. Brent is who you were going to go for well I I think you're right as much as I would love if if it was a different podcast you know uh, and this was sort of a desert island disc thing and it was who you get to meet and spend 24 hours with I'd give you Andrew Redwall but for the fact that we're building a dinner party and for the entertainment I think you and I would be ridiculously giddy to have spent a night with David Riggs and I, I just imagine he would really sort of like put his heart and soul into it. You know what I mean? He'd want, he'd, he'd turn up with the goods, wouldn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that of... he knows he's been chosen and all these greats are around him, you know, so far we've sort of got, we've got Cha- Chaplin there. He would be, yeah. yeah, he would just be on top form. It would yeah, be phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, what a night. Wicked. Can't wait. Amazing. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Right, mate. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Sorry if I w- waffled on a bit there, but um... oh no, mate, I loved it. I um, I, would, I should do the shout out for your podcast with uh, with Walsh. Oh yes, who's yeah? We just we, although he just did the last one, so um, we spoke about that on there. But you've got the podcast. What's upset you now? Yeah. Yes, which is... it's brilliant. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's we're so it. funny. Do you think you'll take some of it to use a stand up? I think, like, yes. There's definitely loads of stuff in there that could be converted into routines with great ease. But I think that the, the, the hope is that we will be able to sort of do a live show of it. Yeah. You know, just 15 minutes. Well, I don't know about Thanks for Pindo, obviously. Yeah, for anyone that, li- that hasn't listened to it, which, which I, let's just assume is. In the unlikely event, there's still anyone out there who hasn't heard it. Um, but yeah. It's, it's that all episodes are 15 minutes long and they are timed it's sort of like when it gets a bell goes minutes, yeah. yeah but i think you know we would we would sort of expand that but i think you know further down the road there's there's the uh potential for me and sean to do a tour where we do a bit of stand-up at the beginning and then do like a 45 minute version of that afterwards where people in the audience lovely in suggestions so i could see that happening quite easily so that's yeah what yeah that's what we're working towards there we go. That was Paul. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you agreed with the selection. I guess that's another reason for people to write in, actually. If you don't agree with who I've chosen, then let me know. Email guestlistwithjake at gmail.com. Please rate the podcast, subscribe, review, and tell your friends, retweet, do 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 whatever you like. Um, but if 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 it if it's one of those things. And um Thanks again for listening and I will be back next Tuesday. Bye.